Welcome to All of the Above, uh, the podcast about something. Uh, today I'm joined with my co-hosts, Sam Batner. Say hi, Sam. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. And Brian Brush. Hello, guys. Hey, guys. Hi. How are, how are we doing? Great? Are we doing great? Great, as usual. Yeah, I'm doing great. How, how are you today, Sean? Uh, I think my word of the day will be um, snappy. I think today was a snappy day for me. I feel like I'm snappy. Snappy? Is there is there like a sh in there, like snappy, or is it just snappy? Mm, definitely, definitely more a serious tone, a, a snappy. No sh. All sn- okay. I never realized that snap was sort of an automatopoeia until just now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just depends on the... Uh, yeah. Your snapping etiquette, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, uh, w- this is an introductory episode. Ep- episode. Uh, we'll be exploring who the hell Brian Brush is. Um, so, to start things off, uh, Brian, who are you? Uh, I am an instructional designer and educational technologist. Um, which means I look at technologies and design and how they can be applied to learning and education. Um, outside of that, I'm just a super introverted dude who for some reason decided to talk on a podcast with two of my very dear friends and be more extroverted, I guess. Um, so that will be a bit of a challenge for me, but that's sort of who I am. A good answer you're always extroverted in my eyes brian um uh, it's probably because you're usually drunk when i'm hanging out with you sam <laughs> hey what can i say alcohol makes people more social this is true it is uh, it also makes them more angry or sad or i feel like it makes me more happy <laughs> that's a good side effect yeah definitely a happy drunk yeah i I think i am too 90 percent of the time sometimes if i have tequila though you know it gets a little rough but most of the time see tequila makes me purr like a kitten and take my clothes off Uh, oh Uh, that's good to know for so for everybody listening (laughs) if if you want to get brian a present you know what to get him yeah i'll I'll keep uh, that holiday party. I'll just uh, I'll tell you all your coworkers. Hey, give Brian shots of tequila. That's true. I do before I leave my current company. I think our holiday party is on the fourth. I should probably go to that. Oh wow, that's really soon. Yeah, that's Thursday. Yeah, because I think we're doing it at the zoo. Oh hell yeah! Oh, like the whole zoo? Like you uh, take it over? I think we have the Africa exhibit. Uh, <laughs> Africa. Yep. And there's zoo lights happening and all that stuff, so. Wait, what day is this? Thursday? Yes. All right, good. Well, I thought you were going to be there the same time I was. All right, you're going to zoo lights in the zoo? Yeah, I haven't been for several years, but uh, a friend of mine asked me to go with him, so. Oh. Because hmm. I went for a holiday party. Uh, for Hillary, she was at L Brands, and they just took over the whole entire zoo. The whole thing? That had to yeah, be or lim- outrageously expensive. 
Oh, yeah, well, well I mean, that is limited brands. Yeah, now L brands because they sold off uh, limited clothing. Really? Limited. I didn't know that that happened. Yeah, so now they're a separate entity, and they're like, eh, part of the deal is now you can't be called limited brands. So such is life. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So back to you, Mr. Brian Brush. Uh, what is your uh, happiest childhood memory? Um, well, with my migraines, I actually don't remember very much of childhood. Um, oh. but one of my wait, 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 wait. Before you even get what? So what do you rem... like? So you don't remember childhood because of migraines? Um, it seems to be like the only possible reason why so many of them are just gone like a lot of my friends be like you remember that time we did this or we went there and did these things i'm like nope i don't recall that at all for all i know my friends have just been lying and rewriting history every time they talk to me have you whoa so have you have you ever remembered something since it happening but now you can't remember remembering like well not not no, i'm so confused so it's inception you, right now yes yeah so let's say you are <laughs> to pick an age uh, six years old and you did something and when you're 16 your friend was like hey remember when, when we did this at six you're like yeah and then you talk about it then comes now present day same person's like hey remember at age six that we did this and you're like no but he's like hey we remembered this at age 16 really well and we laughed a lot um i have like that yeah i have had one person who's mentioned that before um but like i don't feel or recognize it and then i remember recalling it with them but i don't remember the thing that we were recalling i guess does that make sense Mm -hmm. so i don't know this this sounds a lot like uh the butterfly effect just saying kind of weird is that uh are we talking like just the chaos theory or the movie uh either or i mean it's kind of the same concept so well i don't know there's just a lot of things i don't remember which is great because if i want to watch like childhood cartoons i can rewatch them and they're all new to me hmm okay that's so Strange. Okay, so uh, out of the things that you do remember, <laughs> what's the happiest? What makes it so special? Um, well, my it's probably just because it's the most vivid memory that I have, but there was this park, and I don't remember where it was, but everything was, instead of like being made out of just metal, it was all wood and felt really old-timey, and there was like this big wooden castle thing, which probably is actually very tiny, but as a kid, I thought it was huge. And so I would always beg my parents to take me there, and it was quite a drive away, so it wasn't that often that we actually got to go. Um, And one day I went there, and it was at the top of the little castle thing, and in this field nearby, there was apparently like a hot air balloon festival. So I watched all of these balloons fill up and fly into the sky, and it was very like bright and colorful, so that's always stood out as a like awesome memory. Was this in Ohio? Yes. Was it in Granville? No, because it was cl- like it was maybe 30, 45 minutes away from my hometown, which is in southwestern Ohio. Okay, all right. Just double checking. Did you ever see them come down? Uh, no. 
Okay. It's a fun time. Yeah. I actually really want to go on a hot air balloon ride. I do too. I saw a ton of videos of them the other day. Let's plan this. Okay. And we could do a podcast from the hot air balloon. I'm not sure how we'll cut out the sound of <laughs> the hot air being produced, but we'll give it a hey, shot. Hey, Brian. But... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> That's all you're going to hear. <laughs> anyway. <that's... laughs> cool. Bri- uh, Brian, you're going to listen to Sam ask you a question now. Okay. Brian, what would your 10-year-old self think about you now? Oh, uh, I have to imagine what my 10-year-old self thought at all. I know. Now that you don't have any, <laughs> you know you don't have any memories of your childhood. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess he would probably be confused why I work so much and why in the world I went back for a master's degree if I had already graduated from school and didn't have to go back to school again. I think you would be mostly confused about those things. <laughs> so what you're saying you that he wouldn't like you? Um, not necessarily that he wouldn't like me, just that he would be confused by me. What would current day you talk to 10-year-old Brian say like, oh, it's okay, kid. I'm doing this because of fill in the blank. Um, I don't know if 10-year-old Brian would cognitively be able to handle what I would say, I struggle talking to children as much as I enjoy children. Like I just, <laughs> I can't dumb down my language when I communicate with them. Um, I struggle talking to children. So I would probably explain that the whole reason I'm doing what I'm doing is because I realize that there are a lot of people who start a job and then feel either horribly inadequate because they're not uh, trained or don't have like a strong education and end up feeling bad about themselves and that I'm doing what I'm doing so that I can help those people succeed and grow and develop both in their work and in their personal lives and feel valued for their contribution versus um, feeling inadequate. I guess 10-year-old me, as if I was you, be like, okay, I think I understand this. Okay. 10-year-old Sean may have been smarter than 10-year-old Brian. Yeah, Uh... 10-year-old Sam was an idiot, so... (laughs) I think I peaked when I was, uh, I don't know, five, maybe six. <laughs> well, six is your special age. <laughs> I don't even want to, like, yeah, it just happened. Yeah, I think I peaked around six. I took, like, a like a test. I don't know. I was a little kid. I took a test, and then I scored, like, genius levels. And they were like, you, your kid's pretty smart. You should advance my grade. And then I think my mom was like, no. So I didn't. Well, that was probably. So here I am. That just made you, like super advanced for the age grade age range you were in so should have given you a leg up yeah so uh the jury is still out on that one (laughs) (laughs) but when i was two or three i uh i beat sonic 2 the video game it's pretty impressive that was my accomplishment when i was they called me the little sega genius because i I was good at Sega. I remember, I forget which Mega Man it was, but I remember when I beat Mega Man, and that may still be one of like the greatest victories in my life. But how old were you when you did that? I don't know. I was young, and I just know that I beat it. And yeah, 22, I, you know? <laughs> I tried to <laughs> tell my mom how awesome I was, and she just didn't understand. 
I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good that you you remembered that. Yes. And now now it's captured to bits and bytes. So it's true. you'll remember the fact that you remembered. Which is okay. Cool. I have another question. Yes. You ready? What? <laughs> That's the wrong question. <laughs> um, I guess, uh, why podcasting? Um, for a couple of reasons. Um, so the big one is that I feel it is an incredible medium that's got a lot of potential but really hasn't been fully tapped into yet um so i actually wrote down a quote earlier um from a professor named mark edmondson who has a book called why teach and in it while he was just talking about like teaching but i think it relates to podcasting really well which is Beginning the quote, when human beings attempt to come to terms with who they are and who they wish to be, the most effective medium is verbal. Through words, we represent ourselves to ourselves. We expand our awareness of the world. We step back and gain distance on what it is we've said, and then we're in a position to change, end quote. And so that sort of verbal medium, I think, is a pretty powerful thing. Plus, it gives me a chance to talk about the stuff that I'm into with two really cool guys, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you. Sam, are you alive? Yeah, I am. Sorry, I'm just I'm finding the most difficult questions in the world. <laughs> did you listen to anything that Brian said? I did, actually. Okay. But thank you, Brian. It is awesome to be working with you and Sean on this project. Oh, if it is a project. I mean, it's not really a project, it's a thing. I mean, you could call it a project. It's kind of happening, so it's we'll just say like in this career move. <laughs> Is this a career move? <laughs> <laughs> this is a career Jumping move that's ship. gonna be. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. Just full time podcasting now. Yeah, full time. This is. I'm just gonna yeah wake up and talk. That's all I'll do, I guess. I'd pay to see someone maybe five bucks if they for a whole year just woke up and had to talk like as soon as they woke up had to talk for about 30 minutes that'd be tough yeah like you you wake up you're like oh crap i'm awake i have to start talking it could be whispering it's fine but they would just have to keep talking i think that'd be a pretty cool podcast though like just an individual wakes up and just starts talking yeah because there's a have you guys ever heard of like art the artist's way it's a book um i have heard of that ah cool it's a it's by a woman i will bring up this woman's name in momentarily uh but it's a about pretty much it's just saying creativity is like a it's sort of like a religion and it gets sort of if you take it too literal literally um it's like what is she talking about but if you could remove the fact that she says like religion and uh praying and like some of this like more spiritual stuff and just take it and sort of just abstract it a little bit it sort of makes some sense um but a thing that she does or she recommends doing um julia camera cameron 
not camera, um, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> like every day you wake up and you have like a little journal and then you write three pages. You just, you keep writing, whether it's junk, something you care about, whatever. You just have a pen, you have to write it. And it sort of gets rid of all your crap in the first part of your day. Like you, you can't, you haven't done anything else. You might've pooped, you might've peed. Okay, that's that's fine. But it, you'd have to do this as like a sort of a routine. Um, and then it sort of uh, frees you up because the rest of the, of the day, you're sort of like, okay, the worst part of my day where I have to write three pages nonstop uh, before I even woke up really um, is done. And you can sort of go about your day and sort of be like, okay, I can make mistakes. I can do bad things as long, like it's, as least it's, at least it's better than that thing. And yeah, that actually um, reminds me of one of the best pieces I ever, ever best pieces of advice I ever got from uh, a manager at a store we all used to work at um, was that when you wake up in the morning, the last thing you want to do that day should be the first thing you do so that everything is just downhill and much better from there. Or uphill. Downhill, downhill. Well, see, but uphill, yeah. uphill struggle, downhill joyride, I guess. <laughs> I, how, um, I'm just trying to think of other directions. There's straightforward. Um, I guess just a slight plane where uh, you can just draft, you know, just glide down it. Yeah. Or maybe. Yeah. I mean, it all depends on gravity, really. Yeah. Could it just be a, like, like a ice pond like and you 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 start you start the motion and then you could just keep going that way you aren't really going up or down a hill you're just going we're just okay so we're just a perpetual motion machine yeah i think that yeah okay okay glad that was sorted yep yep cheerio accepted <laughs> so sam do you have a really difficult question for me yet oh i have so many all right you're given a box of pencils. Oh my god. <laughs> what okay. are ten things you can do with these pencils that are not traditional with a pencil? Ten things? Or this as many as you can get to. So many things. Um, We're not gonna limit you. Okay. Uh oh hold on, are they sharpened already? Box of pencils. I don't know. I'm going with their sharp short stubby ones. Do, do they normally yeah, like come pencils. sharpened? I don't know. This is an important question. It could be mechanical pencils. It could be colored pencils. It could be. We'll say they're sharpened number two regular pencils. Can we do number one pencils? We'll do number one. They're lighter. They're a little thinner. Okay. Um, you have number one pencils. So outside of regular use. Let's see, we could push them through something to create pointillism art instead of just traditional writing and drawing. One. Um, we can set them on fire. Two. See, we could try to stack them in a way so that they're balanced on each other, kind of like uh, making like a house of cards. Three. We could attempt to pull out all of the graphite and then leave them in somebody else's pencil cup so that when they try to go use it, they just keep sharpening it and nothing happens. Uh, four. <laughs> um, 
That would just suck. Yep. <laughs> That's like I've always wanted to take uh, pistachios, like the ones that don't open up, and keep all of those in a separate bowl. And then when I have a party, I'll set that bowl of pistachios out and watch everyone try to open them. Oh, it'd be the best. Um, let's see. There's, there's that one guy who does the, like, carvings into pencils where it's, like, super oh, yeah, small like, and detailed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess if I had to do something different, I would try to do that because that would be fun. Five, maybe just one more for the Gipper. Yeah, See, we can do that. Aerate my log. Aerate your log. <laughs> How would you go about doing? Like, would you slowly a device? Yeah. Oh, okay. Would you just take like pencil by pencil and just like yes on your hands and knees, like just stab in the ground? Yes. <laughs> would you like? Is it just one by one though? Like, are you just gonna go on the lawn on your hands and knees, just going <laughs> with your? Well, I'll do like bundles of three so you get appropriate like aeration size, I guess. And then two bundles. I guess you could like grip them in your hand in a certain way. So you would have nine. There'd just be a leftover pencil. And then grip them in your hand so you can do like four by four at once. Does that make sense? That makes sense, yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously it makes sense. Can you, Well, we can use the box as a... Like you poke the pencils through, so that way you get all. How many pencils are in this box? Ten. Uh, I say, but yeah. No. I don't yeah. know how much. Uh, I've never bought or like purchased a pencil. Listen, Sam, this was your question. You should have come prepared. <laughs> I wasn't ready for like rebuttal questions. Like... <laughs> I'm detail oriented, Sam. <laughs> Next question, I'll have everything. Uh, I have a, I have a question. Okay. Let's explore who who you are. <sighs> Sixty to eighty years from now, when you look back on your life, <laughs> what do you hope people remember you for? Um, I hope that they remember me for helping them figure out what they want to be remembered for. You pretty much just dropped the mic on that one. Here, hold on. There you go. <laughs> Sorry that that question, which is normally very difficult for people, I've had a lot of time to think about. Yeah, you you knocked it out of the park, and I was I was actually still in the dugout. Like I didn't, <laughs> didn't even go on the field yet. <laughs> Alrighty. So should we end it on that question, or should we just keep going? I feel like I you guys got more challenging things than I've gotten. Okay, if you were a street sign, what street sign would you be? I would be the roundabout sign for all three lanes because roundabouts are efficient and that's the best lane to be in because it gives you the best exit. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It gives you more options. I like that. I like the roundabout. No one's ever said that one to me. (laughs) That was a really good one. uh, Here's a creepy question. When was the last time... uh, you noticed the sound of your own breathing. Damn it. <laughs> yep. Now? <laughs> well, I mean, before now. Before I... now and for the rest of the evening. <laughs> Probably, 
I don't know, the last time like I slept next to somebody because I don't fall asleep very easy. And then I'm always nervous that like I'm going to be breathing too loud. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Okay. I've had that fear. The fear of breathing? <laughs> too loud, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last two words are really important. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What if you were afraid of breathing? Of breathing? You know what word? Yeah, that word. Uh, <laughs> have an awful life, I guess. That would be the worst. You, so what, both in and out? You'd be afraid of in and out breathing? Both? What if it's just like you're afraid of like breathing through your nose, so you're always a mouth breather? Yeah, I know somebody like that. Who's always a mouth breather? Yeah. Any reason? I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's just who he is. I feel like you just have panic attacks every time. Like, once you breathe out, you're like, okay, how long can this last? Uh, uh, and then you, like, breathe in a lot because you're having a panic, so you have, like, anxiety, and you're like, oh, no, oh, no. And then you breathe more, and then you finally <laughs> calm down, and then you go, and then you're stuck. And you're like, okay, now I'm going to hold it in, or I'm going to... Yeah. Sean, you have a lot of concerns about your breathing. I'm just trying to imagine if I was a guy with anxiety about breathing, it would it would just be crazy to be in that mind. Like what yeah. Oh wait, here's a great question. Um so if a child Are you asking this to yourself? No, for everyone. Um, (laughs) so if a child was born without any senses would it have a reality? Hold on, hold on. Are we talking about the major five senses or like the yes. 20 senses or so that we have? Well, I don't know what you're referencing there. I've never learned about that. So you'll have to teach me yeah, about it's, that it's sometime. A, it's a... I'll find it. All right. Don't worry. Yes, going off our major five. Or all 20, if that makes it easier for you. <laughs> Oh, All right, what was the question again? I'm thinking so much about these 20 senses. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> That's what I started to struggle with, too. Okay, okay. Here, here are all the senses. <clears throat> the major five are sight, hearing, taste, smell, touch. Cool. We got that? Yes. Yes. Three. No. <laughs> three. Wow. Why well, don't we begin at three? Um, the non-traditional senses are balance and acceleration. Those are one. Uh, temperature. Uh, kinesthetic sense. Um, so what that is is like feeling of motion. Uh, yeah, it's sort of like it's close. If you t- close your eyes and then touch your own nose with the tip of your finger, uh, that sort of thing. Hmm. Yeah, uh, and then uh, pain. So that's the sense. Uh, other ones that aren't listed under the main thing so to add them all up we're now at nine so the other ones are oh my god uh pulmonary stretch receptors uh, <laughs> are uh so there's an internal sense known as interos interoception it's like inception but internal uh it's all the stuff that happens in your internal organs there's a whole li- these are just words i can't pronounce on the first try and then there's time that's not related to any organ. That's just a perception of time, which is chronoception, which, again, 
sounds really cool. And then there are non-human senses, uh, which are lots of things. All right. So imagine a child is born without any of those. <laughs> no, yeah. No. There's no reality. Like what? Like I don't know. All, all these senses, things that I just listed off. If they don't experience them, what's? I can't even say what they. Yeah, they're just gonna exist. They're gonna get food in, poop food out, and that's it. They might move. I don't know. Do they? Do they have control of that? Yes. Do they know they have control of that? No. <laughs> so they might just be the equivalent of like a glitching robot in like a cube computer game that's like in between like two like planes and just like in between a wall. And like I think that's what they're going to be like in real life. I don't know. I have no answer to this question. <laughs> this question is one of the things I that just keeps me Yeah. Oh. That was a great uh, one. All right. That was a great one. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Do you feel like that wraps it up? Is everyone happy? I mean, I got one more question if you, all right. uh, oh, if well, you can handle we'll, it. We'll unwrap it for a little bit. Then we'll wrap all it right. back up. Yeah, this one, we'll probably wrap it up pretty quick after this, I'm assuming. All right. A Russian gangster kidnaps you. <laughs> he puts two bullets in consecutive order in an empty six-round revolver. Spends it, points it at your head, and shoots. Click. You're still alive. He then asks you, do you want me to spin it again? and oh, uh, Spin it again and fire, or pull the trigger again? What's the probability that you'll be shot if he just fires it again? I would probably just repeatedly say, Yanni Pani Mayu. And then ask to leave and get some vodka and drink together and we'll chat in Russian the whole time. That's what I would do because I don't do math and whatever choice I would make, I'd probably end up dead if I didn't go for the drinking vodka together strategy. (laughs) But now I'm curious, what is the appropriate answer? What am I supposed to do in that situation? I don't know. It's, It's up to you, man. I'd probably just have him shoot again. This is like that uh, bizarre probability thing where if you're on a game show and there are three oh, doors, yeah. And, yeah, you should and never switch. You pick one, and it's not what you want. And they say, uh, or no, they show you another one of the doors. Yeah, the Monty Hall. Yeah. Problem. And then you're supposed to always change your mind. Always. Always. We'll have to. I did not explain that appropriately but we can always put it in show notes yeah there's a video it explains it better than we can explain yeah, it. yeah there's an entire movie there's a whole <laughs> there's an entire <laughs> encyclopedia actually devoted to this do you guys remember before the internet when you had to look things up in the encyclopedia yeah i do remember Sorry. when i had people look stuff up for me uh yeah because i would always ask my dad questions and he would be a total jerk and tell me to go look it up in the encyclopedia and now it just seems so weird you just have to like every year, it's like, oh, it's not in a book yet. So, uh, yep. The only way to know is <laughs> know someone that knows, or just wait for the next book. Yeah, it's yeah. Or like, if your friend came to your house, knocked on the door, and you weren't there, you just never knew that they wanted to spend time with you. Which it was sort of the anticipation, like you went over to your friend's out, like I would tell my mom, like, hey, I'm going to uh, Josh's house. 
And then I would bike down to Josh's house, knock on the door. It might be their, their parents and be like, hey, Josh isn't home yet. I'm like, okay, just let him know that I came. Then I go back home and then that was that. That was a whole. See, it was the worst when the parents answered the door because I was a little introverted kid. I was like, I don't want to talk to anybody except for my friend that I came to see. So, so you just yeah. walk right by them when they open the door, just like. Hmm? <laughs> no. Because I was also just way too nervous about <laughs> just walking into people's places. My best friend in high school, though, like his parents had the rule, like, you don't knock on our door. You just walk in. And I felt like what? Kramer every single time that I burst open the door and walked inside. Yeah, that's a little bit odd. Yeah. Like any time. Yeah. Just like, all the time. The door, the door is always open. Not, not just to you, but like if anyone walks by and opens the door, they can come on in. Yep, pretty much. But I also grew up in a small town where everyone was used to like leaving their door unlocked. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. People. Yep, us people. So is that the show? Yep. Goodbye, people. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can find us at our wonderful website at www.alloftheabove.audio. Please subscribe to the show, and if you like it, rate it and review the show on iTunes. It helps other people find us. More importantly, we'd love to hear your feedback. Head on over to alloftheabove.audio slash contact to get in touch however you'd like. If you're interested in visiting sites that go more in-depth with what we talked about, you can see our show notes at alloftheabove.audio slash episodes slash 004. Until the next episode, don't be afraid to breathe.